Welcome to frame 33 of Me 1 versus Me 2 Snooker, the self-playing snooker podcast, cruelly overlooked by the Sony Awards, a serious sporting podcasts category. Um, though there is no internet category this year, it would have had to be going up against the other radio sporting pod, um, programs. Uh, even so, it still did not get nominated, unlike which Chains Leicester Square Theatre podcast, which surely is not, I think we can all agree, is not as good as this. I'm Richard Herring. I will be your host today, as usual, as two parts of me uh, take it in terms to play snooker to see who is the best at playing snooker. Me one, the normal man. He's, uh, he's just into playing snooker, winning his family, his wife, um, and helping kids stay in school and beating drugs. Me too, more of a firebrand. Yeah. He's, uh, he's the Ronnie O'Sullivan uh, of of me play versus me snooker, I suppose. Though so is me one, because Ronnie, Ronnie O'Sullivan saw his two different people, as it's become clear this week. One of him likes playing snooker, and one of him doesn't want to play snooker. You know, he's just completely ripped off the whole shtick, and that's why I felt I had to come here before people started thinking that this was Ronnie O'Sullivan's idea. It's my idea, Rich Terring. That is my name. Don't wear it out. And uh, I'm joined, I couldn't actually, it's been a while since I've done this. I thought me one had won the last frame, but looking at my book, it says me too did. He won 35-30. I don't remember that. Um, <laughs> but uh, I have to trust the book. Uh, that's the only thing that is left to me now. The only thing, I just go into trance as all this is happening. I have no idea what's going on. Um, and uh, all that I have is some scrawls in the book that tell me what the previous score was. Um, and all that's written down, frame 32, me, I think it says me one break, it's just a, I'll, I'll take a photo of this, this can be the picture of the frame, and it's a 30, 35, 17, 12, so it does, you know, there used to be a few little notes about highest break and that kind of thing, not anymore, so let's, uh, I'll, I'll, let's talk to the players, let's talk to, uh, if it's a game of winner stays on, the current champion, me too, though he is trailing by five frames, if you look at it in any normal way. How are you feeling, me too? You're glad that you won last time? Richard, I don't remember the last frame any more than you do. Uh, I am surprised that I'm behind. I'm not surprised that I've won the most recent frame because I am the best at snooker. Um, and uh, yeah, I am a little bit like Ronnie O'Sullivan in that I am only playing me versus me snooker for the money in the hope that I can put my kids through public school and pay their fees. You don't have any kids, though. Me too, do you? I mean, I, I don't have any kids, and me one doesn't have many kids. You don't. Don't I, Rich? Not that I know of, you know what I mean? I, uh, yeah. I certainly put it about a little bit in my younger snooker playing days. That that's all been uh, slightly curtailed by me one, kind of controlling the body whenever we're out and about, and you controlling the body and stopping me having my wicked way with the thousands of groupies that come to the talking cop gigs in order to meet me, me too. Uh, you do a good job of keeping. Yeah, I do a very good job of keeping them away, don't I? Yeah, they so so good a job I do that then they don't even seem to appear anywhere near. Cause it's because Richard, you get off the aura of being a taken man, and people respect that. And you're married, people know that, so they're not going to come anywhere near. But you are cramping my style. But back in the day, who knows how many uh, kids I've got whose mums will be coming to me saying, "Yeah, time to put the kids through." public school so uh, where's the money me too and I'll go well I you know I better go and earn some money playing myself at snooker and they'll say well how's that gonna earn you money me too that there's no money in this at all you've done this for over a year now I don't think 
It's cost you 200 quid for the snooker table. There's chalk expenses there have been. Um, uh, you know, the loss of work based on people thinking you've become mentally ill and unstable and thus unable to do TV panel shows. There was a lot of panel shows. This is them speaking, not me. This is what the women I imagine would say. Uh, you know, it used to be on Have I Got News For You and Buzzcocks and stuff a bit, and they haven't been on those for ages. I think it's because of the snooker. That's me, the, the women of your fictional children talking. Uh, so how are you going to, how is it making you mad? It's making me mad. The prize money I will win is going to make me a millionaire and then I will put our kids that we have that aren't imaginary through public school. Well, but, you know, even if there was any, this is again, this is the mothers of the children all speaking together. They've all come together and they're all speaking as one. They've worked out what they're going to say. Well, how I, you know, even if you, there was prize money in playing yourself a snooker, which there isn't, you've just lost money, as I've explained. You are 17, 12 down and thus... You aren't going to make any money. Me one is going to make the money, and he he's nothing to do with our children. Me one is a responsible family man who would looks after his own kids. He wouldn't go around impregnating women willy nilly with his willy nilly. Well, that's very sorry. Can I just interrupt? This is Richard Herring, but it's got a bit kind of meta because that's me too. Then dividing into two people and pretending to be some fictional people. Uh, I'm pretty certain. Um, I was there when we were young. I'm pretty certain we never impregnated anyone, any of us. Um, and uh, so this is a, a pointless. If you were impregnated by me too, please do get in touch, and we will try and sort out some kind of compensation scheme. Uh, but me one, me three, and me mainly me, Rich Town, can take no responsibility for that, and I'm not legally bound uh, to provide a maintenance. Um, and you know, they would have to, you'd have to have a picture of the child that like that looks a baby that looks exactly like me too like Sid James in all the Carry On films and he has a baby, it's just got his face. And if it hasn't, then legally that is not his child. So anyway, um, it's gone a bit weird. This isn't what I thought would expected to happen. Um, he's trying to be like Ronnie O'Sullivan. And you know, you'll never be that good. I'm not Ronnie O'Sullivan is trying to be like me, Richard. I think that is pre he's pretty clear. He's got Me Too written all over him. He's not like Steve Davis, Stephen Hendry. They're like Me One. Boring, dependable, winning, lots of things. Yeah, well, me, Ronnie O'Sullivan wins things. Yeah, Ronnie O'Sullivan does win things. But I will win things. I will win a thing. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll talk to me one. Um, by the way, uh, in next weekend, uh, me one and me two are heading back to Wales, to the Methodist Church, where they, uh, if you've bought What Is Love Anyway, you'll have seen the DVD extra of the only so far video frame, me one versus me two snooker. Uh, they are returning for their annual competition for the Chris Evans Not That One Trophy. We will see who will win that this year, but only if you buy the Talking Cock DVD, which will be out in the summer at some point. That will be one of the extras. If you're a fan of this uh, podcast, then you should probably buy that every year just to make up for the fact that I am doing, I'm still doing this. And this is, the joke is that it's gone on this long. The joke is you've listened this long. We're all a part of this joke together. It's a brilliant joke. We should be pleased with ourselves. Me one, how are you feeling? Well, which apparently I don't remember. I lost, I don't remember anything about this frame. I have a feeling me too might have just come down and written that stuff in the book. It's very, un, it's very badly written, uh, very scrawled. Uh, doesn't, it's not your usual fine penmanship. Thank you. That's, that's my pleasure, Richard. Um, but let's say I did lose that frame by five points. That rings a slight bell. Um, you know, I'm still five frames ahead. I will be six frames ahead come the end of this frame in about 15 minutes because I'm just going to clear the table. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's time to get back to the basics of this. None of, no people talking to imaginary people. 
just two men playing each other at snooker and that's what we'd agreed uh yeah maybe i'm not the most exciting man in the world maybe my personal life is a bit dull uh, maybe my views are a bit ukip but um you know that's me and most people in this country in this bloody wonderful country that is being, being spoiled i think you know by who well, what are you saying for god's sake who's it well <clears throat> you're making your own decisions but I'm, I'm saying it's been spoiled by me too well i hope that is what you're saying me one because i don't want to be home to that kind of closet racist <coughs> that pretends it's about something else so, well, i think it's getting a bit political let's just get back to the snooker well yeah let's let the snooker do the talking I've been saying that for weeks. I've been saying, let's do the snooker, do the talking, and then you question what it means. Well, what, what do you think it means? I think let's just get the, this is me, me too speaking, let's just let the snooker do the talking and not worry about bastard children and immigrants and whatever. I never mentioned immigrants. I just want to say that's me one, that's me too talking about immigrants. I never mentioned immigrants. There's other people I think are ruining the country. Well, uh, this is Richard Herring speaking, and this has got way out beyond my control. I... I I'm a very liberal man and uh, I cannot condone either the wild sexual excesses of Me Too or the seemingly, you know, closeted right-wing fascist tendencies of Me One that are coming out again. It's, I mean, it disgusts me that either of those two things are within me, but apparently they are. Uh, I think we'll let the snooker do the talking. Well, you know, you can say that's what I've been saying for a long time. All right, let's let the snooker do the talking. And Me Too, you specifically can let the snooker do the talking because you are up first. Over to commentator one, who's joined in the booth as usual by commentator two. Hello, Richard. Uh, it's been an exciting week for non-two-player snooker, where the world championship has, of course, been going on. Uh, personally, I don't have, I don't care for it very much. Um, the players are too good at potting balls. I would say potted one. That's pretty much the end of the frame. We'll just keep on potting them. That's no excitement. There, there are no cats. Are there in the? in the professional snooker tournament. I think that would liven things up and give a bit of jeopardy. Uh, and also, there's room around the table for to take every shot, which I think, personally, again, is cheating. Plus, on the, it's on that massive snooker board uh, with big, big pockets. It's really easy to pot. It's not like this this game that's on the much smaller, the smaller snooker board, much harder to work around. And as I, I say this, um, me too, he's broken, he's break. I was going to say it was a great break, no problems, everything had gone everywhere, but of course, the big ball's come down very close to the bottom right pocket, but the cue ball's come even closer. Uh, the cue ball's gone in up, so Me One starts uh, the frame without him strict, having struck a ball. He is four points up. Uh, the reds are fairly well spread around. And that was a beautiful pot, lovely pot from Me One there, into the top. Right hand pocket, unfortunately not the black of its spot, but not to a place you can get to with a pink, as I said, very close to the bottom right hand pocket. Can you get that from this distance? Oh, wait. Well, he's laying out his stall. That was some shot from me one. The pink, uh, was a long shot, difficult shot, and it's gone straight in. There's a break of seven already. And he may not be over yet. Maybe he wasn't uh, lying when he said he was going to clear these four quickly. He's going for a red, but quite into the top right hand pocket. He's potted. Has he got onto the black? I mean, it would be amazing if he had. I don't know. Oh, I don't think he quite can. And I think he might have actually snooped himself, which is quite impressive. He's calling yellow. Oh, and he's hit a uh, red. He went from nowhere near the yellow. So, although he scored seven points, he has given four away to me too. 
70s entertainer jingling and jangling in the pocket of a 14 year old boy who does not want them in his pocket uh, and the green jumped out of the pocket much like the hands of the 70s entertainer should have done and the, then they should have apologised but they didn't um, and uh, so it's me too back at the table oh and me too that was the best shot of the game so far uh, long pot into the top right hand pocket. The black is well on for him. Oh, well, that would have he really needed that black, and it was quite an easy black. And he only gets the one point, and there's a suspicion that the table is slanting down slightly here. It's 12 plays 5, I think. Um, again, this doesn't happen in the professional game on TV. The, the table is just so straight, and all the balls stay where they're supposed to stay. And again, I think mean, that's cheating. B1, tricky one. He hasn't got it, has he? It's coming back. No. He's left it on for B2. There's a few reds over the pockets here. He can, ooh, he didn't even get that. In fact, he's probably two reds. He managed to pop both of those in one shot. That is very much allowed. The referee's looking confused. He's not sure it is allowed, but it is allowed. He's, he's allowed it. That's two points for potting two red balls in one go. Uh, the yellow is right in the pocket. Me too. will go for that, I'm sure. And nicely pulled back up the table. So that's uh, just a break of four. It seems uh, not very many potting three balls, but that's the kind of man he is. And there's another red here. Can he get this? Oh, he should have got that. But four valuable points to me too. And we are just... We're just letting the snooker play here. There's no fun and games. If you don't like snooker, you shouldn't be listening to this serious snooker podcast. This is all about the game. Isn't that right? Commentator too. It isn't right. No, that is incorrect. This is, I think, an attempt uh, at comedy. Uh, it doesn't work for me personally. That's not to say the few hundred people who enjoy this are wrong and idiots and should take a good hard look at themselves. No, sorry, it is to say that. This isn't a serious snooker podcast. There's one man who can't play snooker, playing himself at snooker, being commentated on by someone who doesn't, is the same person and who doesn't understand snooker, being refereed by someone who is the same person and who doesn't know the rules of snooker. So, no, none of this does count. Uh, anyway, I believe it's me one to play. And me one, this is commentator one back. Back at the microphone, though standing some distance away from it for some reason. Uh, me one, he can't pop this surely, and he hasn't. He was trying to go for an impossible angle into the centre pocket. He's left on quite an easy red for me too. Me two's hit it, struck it strong and firm. I think he was hoping to come down the table, get on a colour, which he has failed to do. Nothing is really possible here. Can he sneak this black in? He thinks he can. He thinks he can use the pink and the brown as a conduit, but what he's done, ooh, he nearly just canned the brown in, which would be a disaster. So me too, another point, it's now 12-10. Uh, you may have noticed a slight silence there, it was when 
Richard was just checking to hear whether that was his wife arriving back. His wife is at a gig. He thought he was safe to play this game. Um, there would be quite a lot to explain if his wife turned up. So me one now. Can he get back in the scoring frame of mind? Yes, he can. It would have been a surprise if he missed that one. The black is is quite close to his centre pocket. This good ceiling. Yes, and he's nudged it off the brown. I don't know if he did that on purpose. Slightly riskily, but he's potted the black, and that's massive. That is the highest scoring ball, as I understand it, in the game of snooker. Oh, well, that was an exciting shot. I wish you could have seen it. He did pop the red. He looked like he was heading off, going to get onto the brown black again. Could have been a lot of points. Ah, but unfortunately, oh no, just accidentally nudged the board there. I think it was on nine. Um, <laughs> he goes up to 20, but if me too was on nine, which I think he was, it was nine or 10. Mm, I don't know. Anyway, he gets four points because me one went in off on that particular red. So I think it's 20 place 13. It might be 14, but you know, it's unlikely one point will make that much difference. And I think that's right. So me too. There's one red left on the table. I don't need to tell you that. You've already got that out. And he pops it nicely. So there are no reds left on the table now. And you get this blue in near me too. Needs this. Some scores on the board now. Oh, wee! Wow, wee! I've, I've seen some things in my time. Uh, many of them involving a man playing himself at snooker. In fact, they've all been that. But that was a lovely shot. And he got the blue, the blue ball went into the pocket. Like the blue balls of a 1970s entertainer being touched by someone who didn't want to touch them. They assumed they would get away with it. But, well, let's wait until the rule of law is followed before we make any assumptions. But uh, unfortunately, Meechie may have slightly snooped himself on the yellow here. Can he just see an edge? He can, he just, he managed to get that. He managed to hit the yellow, which was very impressive. So Meechie scores six points. Takes him to one point behind. Or possibly even if we got the score wrong before. But you know, whatever the referee says is what it goes in. So it is 20 plays 19, me one at the table. Oh! And that yellow really should have gone down. It, it really jangled in the jaws of the pocket. Like, insert your own TV hero who has fallen on suspicions. Um, and something happened with his jaw. Uh, me too now. He needs this frame. And he's potted the yellow. He he's potted the white as well, unfortunately. It was a nice shot, but he's given me more than hands as me. One gets four points. The other ball comes back out, of course. Uh, although it's not going to be very easy to pop this. He might have to double this. He wants to pop this because all the other colours are around that centre pocket, which he might have done otherwise. No, he's missed it by a country mile. And me too. Oh, and some dazzling play from me too. Even the the other he potted was beautifully done, even though he went in off. And that one was there was some panache there. And the green is possible. It's a difficult green, but he did do it. He has done it. Is he got on the brown? He's right behind the brown here, and it's a little bit too close. But I think he can get this into the centre pocket and turn the bottom right hand left hand pocket. Oh, no, he just missed it and he's left it on, but he's got five points, me too. Which evens it up, it's 24 all. 22 points on the table, as has happened so recently. These evening match players get down to the last few balls. 
Meanwhile, has potted the brown that me too kindly left very close to the pocket. The blue is long, hard to get, but it's possible. No, he's fucked it up. Sorry, he's muffed it up. But that puts me one four points ahead. 28 plays 24. The blue now very close to the bottom right hand pocket. The cue ball somewhere away. Oh, me too messed that up. He has sent the blue up to the top left hand pocket. A little bit away from me. One earlier than that. Oh, wee. I wish you could see this sometimes. And of course, next week, one of these will be filmed. That was a beautiful shot. The blue's gone down. If me one can get this pinky as well. He's hit it very hard, it's coming back up the table, it hasn't gone in. So me one. Now on 33, he's nine points ahead, but there are 13 points on the table. Me two. He's hit that a bit more centrally than he intended, I think. Me one. Could be a long time here. This is uh, me one's just trying to double those balls up. They both managed to keep the cue ball at the different ends of the, the pink ball. Neither of them coming close to potting it. It's me one back at the table now. Can he get this pink? He just needs to pot this pink and he's one. Me two pots it. It's game on. Oh, me two's not potted it. It's gone. Oh, how unlucky. He was going for the top left hand pocket. It's come right down to the bottom right hand pocket where everything seems to go in. Uh, me one has potted it comfortably with swagger, almost one handed. He's going for the black as well. He's managed to double that into the bottom. Uh, just by luck, I think he just had a punt and that went, hit the top pocket, top cushion. Right hand cushion came back into the bottom left hand pocket, giving him 13 more points and making this a much a much uh, higher scoreline than it deserves to be. It's 46 plays 24. Me one, of course, getting those last four colours, not all in a row, but those that was that's what did it for him. That's what went by 22 points. It's back to a six point. Six frame victory lap for me one. Can anyone catch him more succinctly? Can me too catch him? We will find out next week. Is there anything to add? Commentator two. Commentator two seems to have nothing to add. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the frame. There is forty-six plays twenty-four into me one. Congratulations, me one. And I don't agree with your political views, but on the snooker board. None of that matters. You can be a fascist, a communist, an anarchist. Well, you can't really be an anarchist because you have to obey the rules of snooker. But any of the ones, any of the systems that has rules, especially ones with really stringent rules, so fascism and communism uh, would be better than you on the snooker board. Everyone is welcome, regardless of what, uh, what society may say about their views. It's, it's all about the snooker. And with that, this is Commentator One signing off. Anarchists are not welcome at Snooker. Everyone else is. Thank you for listening. And back over to Richard Herring, who's interviewing the players. Well, yes, I am. I'm here. Sorry, that was a bit weird. I mean, it's been a slightly weird podcast all round. Um, you know, given the general level level of weirdness you might expect. Um, so uh, I'm talking now to me. One, how are you feeling? I'm well. I'm glad, Richard. Uh, 
I will take, I would tip my hat to B2. He made a couple of fantastic shots there. I was very impressed. Uh, saw some skill there that I think has been lacking in his play, but he doesn't have um, the rigor, uh, the concentration that I have, which is why usually time and time again, I do uh, win these things. So, um, uh, you know, it's good to be six frames ahead. It gives me a cushion uh, and... Uh, you know, we've played th 33 same frames now, not the two of us. We've played, that's our 30th frame. It's 18-12. There was three frames with me three. Of course, you'll remember if you have been listening to them all, which I hope you have. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, vindication for me and everything I believe in, whatever that may be. And I'm not going to let my politics spill out into this uh, podcast because I don't think it is the right place for that. But... Uh, Let's just say all the coloured balls have been knocked into the place that they should be. And uh, I didn't, I knocked most of them in uh, to where I thought they should go. And I'm glad they're there in their own pockets. Well, um, I feel slightly uncomfortable about, uh, about me one, um, but he did win the frame. Uh, and so congratulations to him, me too. Uh, any words from you? Well, Richard, I am disappointed. Um, I thought I had that one in the bag. It came down to a bit of bad luck on the pink, didn't it? I mean, if that pink had come in and, and gone into the bottom right pocket when I hit it, rather than when uh, he hit it, then I would be in. I might be. I might be the winner now here. It's a lot. There's a lot of luck in snooker, uh, and I am a maverick, and I just play as I see fit, and. Uh, it's not really saying, is it? You do let the snooker do the talking. Not today, Richard. I, I seem to be doing the talking today, and that is the mistake I've made. Uh, not as bad a mistake as I think me one has made in t letting, letting his mouth do the talking, because he said some terrible, terrible things, which I will have no part of. Uh, I will fight to the last breath in my body to allow all the colours of the snooker board to live in harmony together, even if there are more red ones than there are everything else, and even if they're all knocked around by the white one. That doesn't matter to me. They're all equal. Oh, not in point value, obviously. That would wreck the game. But, you know, the black one is worth the most. And, you know, that's... I mean, I, I'm not saying that black people are worth more than everyone else because that would be stupid. Everyone's equal. But, you know, the, the metaphor's broken down a bit just because of the rules of snooker, but it was started off quite as a nice rainbow thing about all the colours being important. And then just because I remembered about the point system, it's... That metaphor has slightly fallen apart. But all I'm saying is next week I will let, well next time, I will let my snooker do the talking. I'm looking forward to the Chris Evans Not That One trophy. Um, I won't spoil it for people who didn't hear watch last year's yet on the What Is Love Anyway DVD. You should watch that though. Uh, so do buy that from GoFasterStrike.com. But whoever lost last time will be doing their best to come back and wipe the fucking smile off the cheating face of whoever won. And that's not giving any, that's no spoilers. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. I will be back here at the Shepherd's Bush Octogenarian uh, very soon. And, uh, you know, it's been too long. I think when it gets to the point when between frames, we can't even remember what happened in the last frame. We're not playing regularly enough. I'm glad to be back. I enjoyed that. Um, winning or losing doesn't is not important to me. Not on a one-by-one -one basis. I've lost this battle, but I will win the war, even though, you know, it looks quite bad um, at the moment but I you know I'm confident I can come back and beat me one he may do more I you know I do play crazily and I am not level-headed and I will just let my passions rule me but does that make me a worse snooker player 
well, on paper it seems to, but I don't think it does. Well, some interesting stuff there from the players. I do apologise to anyone offended by anything said by the various me's in this uh, podcast. I do not control them. Um, they are their own men, and I do not agree with... I mean, I kind of disagree with everything they say, or both of them, which is weird. Uh, it's weird if you weave those two things together, they come up to be a nice liberal uh, and un uncontroversial opinion. But when you separate them out, boy... Uh, so I hope you've enjoyed this. I do think I'm um, very thank you to the person who gave this a very nice review on the internet. You can see that review uh, at richtown.com in the press section if you want to find out how clever this podcast actually is. It's not stupid like you thought. It's a lot cleverer than you think. It's like uh, Pinter mixed with Beckett mixed with John Verbo. And that is the best thing you can get. Um, so I'm going to upload this now. Thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it and we will be back soon with more Me versus Me, Me Snooker. Sorry, let me do that again. Terry, could you just edit that bit out because I messed it up. Great. We'll be back soon with more Me 1 versus Me 2 Snooker. Audio only unless you buy the DVDs when there's occasionally a video. Thanks for listening. GoFasterStrike.com, RichardHerring.com and do come and see Talking Cock on tour if you get the chance where you can meet Me 1 and Me 2 uh, after the show, there were our signing programmes. Do just ask any of the commentators, even referee uh, too. Even though he's in space, he can still sign your programme if you wish. Okay, thanks. Bye.